What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Planning Desk Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Burmeister, joined by my co-host, Mr. Purple, Tony Steak. What's up, man? Not much, Court. Or what's your name again? Tom. Tom. I was uh, talking about our first guest. This is this is exciting for the very reason that we have our first ever in studio in studio guest, mm-hmm. and so we're super excited to have him. It's actually Corey Westfall, which is why I introduced uh, said hi to Tom as Corey. Um, so we're going to have a really cool talk today about um, practice management. Technology that solves that problem, but also a little bit about Corey. So this is different, though. We're drinking. We are. Corey, this was it's the not rule. Not that different. It's okay. It's not that different, but it's different because now people can see it. Corey's here. Corey Westfall, welcome. Hey, welcome. thanks for having me, you guys. Of course, we're glad to have you. the The rule was, the deal was, if you could, if you want to come on the show and you're local, you had to bring your favorite local brew. So tell us about the beers we are drinking. Well, I, I love the idea, and, and um, there's not a shortage of amazing breweries in Wisconsin, that's for sure. So oh, I yeah. thought I'd mix it up. I brought an Oso Brewery, which is right in my uh, town of Madison, and uh, included a Milwaukee brewery. Yeah, Third Space. Uh, third Space, which is awesome. And then Three Sheeps, which is out of Sheboygan, I believe. Sheboygan, yep, about halfway between Milwaukee and Green Bay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that those would be some good selections to get us started. Very good. This is good. I like this. This will break the ice a bit, and it's a nice uh, little nod to the local brewers here in the Wisconsin area. And you're here, so you are. So you know, Nava Plans home base is Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, fintech capital of the world, as we say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just about an hour away, you are in the town of. Wanakee. Wanakee. So it's right outside of Madison, right? It is. North, it's just North Madison. And we've got a, our, our corporate headquarters is right downtown. Yeah. Um, I believe you sent out a Twitter picture of it at one point. I did. You were, oh, you yeah. were dining at the Lone Girl uh, right on <laughs> Which Main is a brewery, Street. isn't it? Yes. It yes. Is. Another brewery. Another good brewery. This and, is a theme. Yeah. And it's <laughs> had a cool picture of a you know, mobile assistant sign on the other side. Of I the love that. I, did, I had no idea that you were. I mean, I knew you were in the Madison area. My sister lives in Wanakee, but I had no idea you were downtown, right on the strip, on that second floor, or is that third floor, whatever that is, um, with the signage. I thought that was really cool to see. Yeah. 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 So uh, we're here to talk about mobile assistant. But yeah. first, we want to learn a little bit more about Corey. Yeah. So, uh, Corey, what we're going to do here, just, you know, very quickly, kind of rapid fire, a couple questions. Just, you know, say whatever, uh, whatever comes to mind. You want me? I'll kick it off. Ready? Uh, hometown. Uh, Dubuque, Iowa. Dubuque, Iowa. Dubuque, Iowa. Favorite vacation, favorite vacation spot. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, Galena's right there. Um, so my favorite vacation spot, I would have to, I would have to say is Augusta, Georgia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind of very timely. For today. Yes. I was actually going to ask your favorite golfing course, but I guess I'm not going to ask that now. Uh, let's go with first job. Uh, screen circuit board printer. Screen circuit board printer. Literally like a factory job. Yeah. Go in and screen print these circuit boards. They they would take them and put them into this giant heater, burn off the the paint, and then put them into circuit boards of some kind. So yeah, that was my first. Was one my was my first real. I could say my real job. I was a tennis player, so I I taught tennis growing up. Oh okay. I don't I I don't think you can really count that as a first job though. Yeah. That's an awesome job, though. I mean, all right. Uh, so maybe you're gonna answer this already, but what's your what's your what's your pastime? Like, if you want to unwind from work, you know, what what do you do? Is it? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Well, I'm a golfer. For okay. Sure. Love to go out and you know have a cigar and 
and uh, spend some time with some good friends. And um, but honestly, my favorite pastime these days is watching um, my kids play their sports. Like, okay. Um, I've got a ten-year-old son that plays hockey, and there's nothing more fun. That's than, awesome. And watching him compete. So that's nice. A lot of fun. Very cool. Let's go with. Uh, let's go. Uh, favorite album as a kid. Ooh. Or cassette or whatever the format was. I. I tell you what, I'm. I think I'm going to go with Depeche Mode Violator. Was, All right, we're going to go way back. It's going to date me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool, very cool. And you, you talked about bourbon. You brought this in too. This is Three Oaks Distillery. Yeah. This is out of Dubuque. And tell me more about this. Yeah. So the Three Oaks Distillery is my father's bourbon. Oh wow. I worked. You know, it's got a special place in my heart because I, I worked with my with my dad for. Uh, 16 years. He started the company with me back in 1998, and he retired uh, seven years ago, and he has to have something to do at all times of the day. So what better thing to do than to start up a distillery and, and spend time craft, you know, really working on his craft, which is uh, making good bourbons. So, um, so yeah, that's the Three Oaks Distillery, and, and uh, he's, he's done a great job with it. Well, I'm grateful for that, and I think that was actually... Really interesting. 16 years ago. So yeah. when we get back, let's talk about that. Let's yeah. talk about those 16 years of, of how, you know, the industry challenges that are presenting themselves in our space and how we need to find ways to improve that. So when we come back, more with Corey Westfall from Mobile Assistant, talking about the industry challenges that advisors are facing. So we're back in the planning desk with Corey Westfall, CEO of Mobile Assistant. Thanks again for joining us, man. So we're going to dive right into some, some industry issues that I think are, are very critical to the rest of the discussion today. So we talk to thousands of advisors a year, every year, even this year, um, and we look at tons of studies and things like that. And as long as I've been uh, in this industry, which is coming up on eight years now, every single study focuses on advisor efficiency and advisors always want to improve their efficiency or what's the biggest thing that you need to change or improve about your practice. It's practice management type stuff or all of the things that they could pick and all of, of, of the technology that's out there to, to do that. So um, could you talk a little bit about how you, know, you see uh, advisor efficiency sort of evolving and, and even where it's come in the last several years and, um, and how technology is, is, is positioned to, to actually make some real improvements there? Because there hasn't, I mean, this stuff keeps coming up year after year. So we haven't made any huge strides, it doesn't seem like. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I, I really think that for advisors, they're, they can be overwhelmed yeah. when it comes to technology because there's so much and there's so many new, really great tools that get introduced on an annual basis. But really kind of stepping back and uh, look at your tech stack and understand what's working together and mm -hmm. how everything should be working together is one of the main things that we try to try to educate the advisors that we work with about is, you know, you might have a dictate your dictation service and your CRM and your financial planning software, but are they working together to mm -hmm. make it really seamless and make it the most efficient? Um, it, it's amazing to me how many, you know, really well-intentioned advisors and advisors offices, they, they, they have so much technology around them, but they're really not sure how it all ties right. together. So that would be my I think that's one of the biggest shifts that I've seen, at least over the years, is advisors are getting much smarter about how everything works together and how to integrate mm -hmm. those technologies. Yeah, and I think one other t one other topic that's that's been a consistent mainstay really since 2015 
uh, with uh, with the De Department of Labor's fiduciary rule and now Reg BI and things like that, compliance and documenting the rationale behind the advice that you're giving. Um, whatever flavor it's, it's, it's evolved to, it's all centered around that concept. Um, and and that's, that's just another thing now that advisors have to do and have to do in a very specific way. So can you talk about um, how, how you think about compliance when it comes to um, introducing more, more opportunities for efficiencies with advisors as well? Yeah, you know, whether it's the DOL rule or Reg BI, there's, there are unknown regulations that come up, oh, yeah. it seems like, constantly for advisors to deal with. And I think the, you know, the, the staple of the compliance aspect of, for advisors to always think about and have in, in really at the forefront is documentation. Is mm -hmm. No matter what the regulation is, the information that they are gathering from those, their client interactions, if they're not taking the time to have some kind of a process in place to make sure they're accurately detailing that interaction, like that's where the, that's where oh, the gap is. Big time. And so um, having the tools in place to help them to do that is, you know, I think that's one of the most important um, aspects of what we do for the advisory mm -hmm. community is just giving them an easy way to capture and accurately document those interactions. So. Yeah, and it's actually really interesting when you think about the call for documentation and the call for accurate note-taking to validate your advice, product sales, whatever that is, it just goes to show that the advisor's value sits across the coffee table. The advisor's value is strong in the boardroom. The advisor's value is strong networking and growing those relationships, not taking notes not doing all the back office work. And the statistics are alarming that many advisors are still devoting so much time to back office work. And quite frankly, that's problematic, right? I mean, these advisors need to be doing what? What should be focusing their time on? And that's the, my question is kind of two parts. One, you know, how should they be allocating their time, right? And how should they break free from the concept of I have to do it all? Right, right. Those are great questions. And like, you know, from my perspective, you know, you know, we were in the medical transcription industry for 16 years prior to the financial industry providing dictation. Doctors focus on patient care, right? They don't spend time typing their patient notes when they get done seeing one of their patients, right? They, their time is best spent, you know, working with their, their clients, which are their patients. The same, the same concept is true for financial advisors. Why, you know, the, the time that they're spending at a computer trying to, re, trying to type information that they are recalling from a meeting they might have had that morning when they've already had three other meetings since then, it's, it's not only an inefficient use of their time, but it's also losing opportunities. Because one of the things that I think is utmost important when it comes to those client interactions that you're talking about is, you know, advisors shouldn't be taking a bunch of copious notes during their meetings. They should be focused on the client, engage with them. And then when they're done, though, when they walk away from that, that, that meeting, whether it was a phone call or an in-person meeting or a virtual call, um, having all that information in the short-term memory, you have to, there has to be a way to get that information documented quickly. And what, a, what easier way to do that than to dictate it um, and just speak your notes and speak all that information. Um, much more efficient use of their time than spending time typing it or handing over notes that are you know, chicken scratch, if you will. Like, I know what my handwriting looks like. Sure. Um, if I handed a notes over from one of my client meetings to an assistant, for instance, and said, here, can you please put this into the, into the record in the CRM for this client? 
there's going to be so much missed information because either there's not enough detail or you just can't read it. Um, and so that's where, you know, for me, it, it just using a dictation service like ours just really does replace uh, the need for, you know, the assistance time spent trying to, trying mm -hmm. to understand the notes from the advisor. Um, or the advisor just spending that, that time typing their notes. You actually bring up a really good point that I didn't even think about before today, and maybe it's maybe it's a value prop that you know mobile assistant uses. But an advisor should be making eye to eye contact as much as possible. You're oh, part yeah. of the empathy process, right? Part of the the understanding process, right? But if mm -hmm. you are feverishly taking notes, right, on a keyboard or a yellow pad, what does that do? Mm -hmm. it creates a bit of disconnect. Now. As a, as a client, you must understand, okay, they have to take notes, but how great of an example of like, hey, no more notes or limit the notes, right? And work on that relationship. Well, in our short-term memory is, it's good, but it's, it, it doesn't last very long. Like there are studies out there mm -hmm. that show that after an hour, two thirds of your short-term memory is gone. Yep. Right? So if you are, if an advisor is leaving a client meeting with all this great information and maybe they have some, some you know, some some outline notes to kind of remind them of some key, you know, action items um, after that meeting. But if they if they are if they have a way or a vehicle, if you will, of of capturing the information quickly right after, that could be in the car, it could be in an empty meeting room. Um, but getting that information from that short-term memory into text, into documentation, it's amazing how much more detail uh, gets gathered when that happens within an hour after a client meeting. Well, awesome. and, let's, and let's be real, you use the example of, uh, of a meeting from earlier that morning, but it's in all likelihood maybe an a meeting from last week that we're trying, sure. you know, because <laughs> people do that in chunks. Like, I got to catch up on, you know, my meeting documentation and stuff like that. And they're going back. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. now we're probably dropping into single digit percentages as, probably like what, as far as what they're remembering and how much they're capturing. And they might capture the facts, but what they're not capturing is those little ideas that maybe popped into their head that aren't necessarily critical to documentation, but in terms of like strategically kind of guiding clients or understanding where you want to take them next and kind of documenting that in real time. Oh, that's gone. Oh, that's gone. Well, something that's made a big impact for advisors when I've told this story is that is how does that really like everybody understands it saves them some time, right? They don't spend a half an hour typing. Maybe it takes two minutes, three minutes to speak their notes. But what's the impact on the actual AUM for an advisor when it mm -hmm. comes to in really good documentation. Um, we had a case study done a couple years ago where there were a thousand advisors that they that they pulled that were using us and they compared it to the advisors that weren't. And advisors that were using our service on a regular basis for their meeting notes showed $400,000 more in AUM that year. Wow. And Jeez. It, so you talk about like directly correlating your documentation to actual, you know, AUM or, or opportunities, because it's the AUM increase is just opportunities, right? I mm -hmm. mean, they're, if they're not getting the information documented, they're not seeing those opportunities, that's where they're suffering or where they're exceeding because they have that information, they can act on it. Yeah, and I think another trend that we've seen a ton of is, uh, is, is team-based advisors. So I think you work with an advisor team, right? So, yep. um, and if, if you're truly gonna, gonna act like a team, um, you really need to be able to seamlessly transition from one or the other. Somebody's out on the golf course, uh, phone call into into the other team member or team members. I mean, it's so critical to be able to very quickly figure out kind of what happened la last uh, during the last conversation, last meeting, and then be able to pick it up from there and run with it. Otherwise, what's the point of a team, really? Then you're just kind of dividing up the clients in half, which is more so the old model anyway, right? Well, I, now you're talking my language. When you start talking about teams, the, the biggest 
shift in our focus as a company has been from the individual advisor to looking at what advisors are dealing with on a daily basis from a team aspect. Now, not only fellow advisors within their within their office, but their team members, mm -hmm. right? Their assistants, uh, their pe the people that are helping to coordinate their schedules, yep. following up Pair on the planners. action. It's all connected, yep. and so the teams are absolutely have made a just a giant impact for us in, in shifting our focus to that and trying to understand their workflow process, how we fit into that um, has been a game changer for us. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect point though, Thank right? You. Like if someone's gone, I want, when I'm t calling my t one of my advisors, part of that team, I want them to know exactly what happened. I don't have to, I don't have to mm -hmm. bring it up again, right? So having meaningful notes that are within the CRM that come from say, uh, dictation service like mobile assistant that's perfect i think that's mm -hmm. awesome so it, let's shift gears just a little bit i mean we just got done with um a global pandemic it's not i mean <clears throat> we can argue so whether or not it's done out. right yep. but yeah so we all got our shots i've had it right so it we're coming out of that but everyone's predicting that there's a shift everyone's predicting that we're not going to necessarily go back to normal normal right mm -hmm. which right. was boardroom conversations, which was kitchen table conversations. We're going to still have that without question, right? The human desires interaction, right? But we're going to see a lot more of the virtual. And how is this going to change there as well? Over the next 10 years, when you kind of look out over the next 10 years, what shifts are you seeing in the industry that way? I just, I think you hit it on the head in that even though we might be getting back to some new normal, when we can start having more Interactions like this, which is fantastic, mm -hmm. by right. the way. It is so nice to not to yeah. be looking at you guys on a screen and actually be in person. Um, but advisors, in my mind, just need to be really aware that they're going to need to be flexible with how they interact with their clients because mm -hmm. their, their clients still are going to want to have that communication. They want to have that personal touch. That's what sets advisors apart from any other type of, of solution, right, when mm -hmm. it comes to um, financial, you know, advice. But... Um, be able to be flexible with clients. If they're if they're more comfortable virtual, great. Here's a Zoom link. You know, let's let's meet let's meet that way. Uh, you want to meet in person? Let's do that. Um, I think that there's a lot of people that are not going to be comfortable meeting in person, maybe for years. You know, and so no, we all are six feet apart. Yeah. Right. Yes. Full disclosure, all six feet apart. Yeah. Except for our group photo afterward. But, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I think. Uh, when it comes to changing behavior, especially as it relates to getting a lot better about documentation notes or, or whatever application I think dictation could could play a role in, I think, first of all, advisors, everybody wants to be better at everything. They want to be better at marketing and, you know, this year is a resolution for that. They also want to be better at this, this. So first of all, you got to pick, you got to pick one thing to focus on, get better at that, and then move on to the next thing. But when it comes, so let's say we have identified that one thing to focus on. We want to get much better about on the, on the documentation side, sharing information amongst our team and things like that. Um, what's the best way to approach that once you've decided that I really got to get better at this? We think we found the right technology to do it. Um, there's still a lot of a lot of change management that goes into that, both you know mentally, personally, and uh, technically, professionally, and all that kind of stuff too. So, yeah. what 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 kind of uh, advice do you give uh, to to folks that are ready to take that jump? Well, I, I'd say it's just like 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 any company that that advisors are looking to add some new technology to their to their workflow mm -hmm. is is leverage the tech leverage the the company that they're going to be using for their advice and their best practices mm -hmm. so like you know we've had tremendous tremendous success with um, with building our client success team so that we have demos that are available for advisors instead of just 
trying to learn about dictation and what their peers are doing, they hop on a you know a 20 minute half an hour demo with a live person at our company who talks them through what does this look like in my routine? What does this look like in my process? Um, how do I incorporate templates, which I'll get into later, I'm sure. Um, those are the things that I think are so important for advisors, mm -hmm. not to not to feel like they have to do it on their own. Um, all the, like like you know, Advice has a great you know a great customer service team to be able to help guide advisors through the process of mm -hmm. implementing the software, right? Um, and so advisors just need to keep that in mind. I mean, that's part of what we do as technology companies is we try to make sure that we we're there for the advisors to help get them acclimated for this new technology they're going to be they're going to be using. Yeah, I think some great parallels here. I mean, we talked about, even in the first episode, we talked about conferences and ROI, and you can't just expect to show up at a conference and have the ROI come to you. I mean, right. you get a couple pens, but uh, you might not get the, the best experience if you don't put it in, uh, put some planning and some thought into it ahead of time. And same thing with technology. I mean, it's, you know, making the decision to purchase the right technology is one thing, but yeah, I mean, just, just logging in and, and having it is, is the very first step in the process, and there's so much more to actually getting that ROI. And I think a lot of people just expect the ROI to, to come find them as soon as they pull the trigger, which would be great, but it's just not the case. Right. Right. All right. Enough talk. That was enough. We, we outlined a lot of industry problems, and we, we've kind of identified many key traits of what an advisor can do to be successful. So when we come back from the break, let's dig into mobile assistant, the company, and then we're going to do a really cool new segment around the demo. So yes. when we come back from the break, more with Corey Westfall from Mobile Assistant. Welcome back from the break uh, here at the Planning Desk Podcast with Corey Westfall. You know, we talked a bit about industry trends. We talked a bit about, you know, the new normal, if you will. And now we want to dive in to the software and who Mobile Assistant is. So, Corey... My first question for you, just tell us a bit about like Mobile Assistant, who you are, like how you're made up, you know, just give us a history. Sure, sure. So, you know, Mobile Assistant's been around for a decade now in the financial industry, providing dictation services for advisors. But prior to that, we were a medical transcription company only for 16 years. Um, the reason why that history, I think, is incredibly important for us as a company um, is it really set the core values, which, uh, which is that we have you know, human U.S.-based transcriptionists that are actually performing the work. And so unlike a lot of the software solutions you hear about, the dragons of the world, Siri, um, for anyone that's used that type of solution for, for dictation, you know that you spend more time cleaning up the dictation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. than you do actually speaking your notes. And so, and so that's really the, the foundation of our company is still the people. Uh, we have over 100 uh, employees throughout wow. the country. 100, uh, wow. Yeah, and you know, we, uh, we were really fortunate in that with all of the, you know, the issues with the, the pandemic this last year, it obviously affected people in so many different ways and, and companies that were um, not set up in a remote environment from a workforce standpoint, it obviously had a huge impact. Uh, we were fortunate in that we were already set up like that. We, uh, uh, we, were, we were the cool, you know, work from home solution before it was cool, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but our transcriptionists, you know, because they are around the country, um, you know, we provide a support for advisors um, in all different time zones. And um, it's made a big impact for us this year, last year especially, because um, we didn't have to try to figure out how to, how to keep our operations running as smoothly as they always have um, from the remote environment, because we were already in, in that 
you know, in that in that operation standpoint. So, so that from that standpoint, it really served us well this last mm -hmm. year. Um, there was a huge spike in the amount of client meetings that advisors were having this last year. Oh yeah. Um, you know, because checking in, making sure that your clients are okay. Well, because of that, you know, we really had to make sure that we were there for advisors to still deliver the notes back as quickly as we we had in the past when they were needing us the most. Uh, so I'm really proud of our team especially this last year for just for being there and and making sure that we were going to still perform at the highest level and not miss a beat when it came to um, how we were documenting the client client interactions for our that's for our great and so national so nationally which means you have kind of more hours of service right um you get to kind of pick the best right the passionate individuals that this is what they want to do right and so they're just spread out right so you just have this kind of national workforce that's pretty awesome yeah it, it you know and we really do um, I think um, we recruit and we retain the very best transcriptionists in the country. And the reason mm -hmm. why we do that is they're employees of our company. You know, um, we have benefits. Um, they're not independent contractors that are working, you know, every other weekend. Oh, wow. Um, and so it provides an incredible amount of stability for us as a company to have a workforce that we can count on every day that will be there um, and really able to, to get the work done that comes in from the advisors when they need us. That's really cool. I didn't know that, I mean, to have the full-time employees like that, that's pretty awesome. So when a user, so I say, I had, I'm dictating, I say, yet another meeting with Tony, wasn't really sure what he was asking, we'll have to follow up on that later, hit the button. Uh, what's the what's the process like from there as far as turnaround time, what it looks like, and, and things like that? Right. So so we give um, our clients a couple different ways of interacting with us and a, a way of capturing their information um, from speaking their notes. They can either uh, call our dictation line or they can use our mobile app, which we've put a lot of work into over the years to make it a pretty amazing experience because instead of just hitting the record button and speaking their notes, which they can do, um, we provide them some structure now with the form of built-in templates, mm -hmm. um, and that's made a huge impact in just structuring the information that's getting captured from the advisors. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's amazing to me that, you know, I, 22 years in the, fine, in the, in the transcription industry, um, dictation was, the process was done this, really the same oh, way yeah. 20 years ago as it was today, in that you hit record and you speak your notes. There's no, there's no structure, there's no guide. Um, we really felt like we needed to change that. And that's what we did a couple of years ago um, by implementing templates. Sure, so what, the way I think a lot of us think of templates in terms of uh, you know, a, doc, a document that we're using on the computer. So tell us a little bit more about the, how templates play a role in the transcription industry. Sure, so the innovation that we needed to come up with was how do we incorporate the idea of scripts, if you will, into the dictation process? So you could say templates, scripts. In other words, we're trying to find a way of guiding the advisor through the process by giving them the question and then letting them answer it. And how do you do that in an efficient way? Well, you build it into your mobile app, and that's what mm -hmm. we did. Okay. So we now have a template library that's built into the, to the Talkit mobile app that instead of just hitting record and, and unstructured you know, speaking mm -hmm. your notes, you click on the assistant, you click on a template, and the templates will dis will actually display the questions as you scroll through wow. and you record your notes. And so not only does it provide the structure for the advisors, but it provides the structure for our transcriptionists too, because now everything is in the same format. And when the information is delivered back to the advisors, it's all formatted and structured wow. in a way that's easy to find the information. It's easy mm -hmm. to communicate action items, next steps, because it's not 
a bunch of information in one big paragraph, we actually have the ability now to give advisors the opportunity to really structure the data so that they can really get the information communicated to their teams in a really efficient way. That's really cool. So like these templates not only function as a kind of post-meeting process, right, breaking down those notes into kind of digestible formats, but it also can be pre-meeting, so almost like prep, like let's look over the template, make sure I'm asking the right questions. It even helps onboard new advisors. So there's multi-functions to that technology. Yes, absolutely. And so we do have four templates that are built into the assistant temp, uh, library. So they're, they're there. They're already built. There's nothing for the advisor to do. But one of the things that's been a, a big help is the ability to customize their own. So being able to create their own templates that are based on what their needs are. So, you know, advisors have different questions that they want to make sure they're going to sure. ask after every meeting. Well, they have the ability to customize as many templates as they want. Um, and from a team level, we've, we've worked a lot in the last year with uh, teams to organize templates and build them out so that they're already in place for the advisor team. Mm -hmm. um, that's been, I think, one of the most, um, most influential like, impacts that we've had when it comes to our services, the implementation of those templates from a team hierarchy mm -hmm. that it makes everything, it structures all the data uh, for the, you know, for the office so that the, when the advisors are using our service, it's all, you know, they're capturing the right information and they're capturing it in a way that's structured. That's really cool because when you think about it, Tom, like we have, on the NavaPlan platform, we have what, 100,000 plus right. advisors, right? And we have some of the largest enterprise companies in the world, right? And many of them, they use the same software, but they use a different approach to how they provide advice. Oh, yeah. So Only imagine how things. this could work. I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, I think of some of our larger customers that they have a very specific advice, like questionnaire process and advice mm -hmm. process because they have perfected the mm -hmm. ability to provide that. So those templates, so you can actually create your unique templates. So you're team-based or you're maybe a larger RAA, and you've kind of figured out the magic way to ask questions mm -hmm. to make sure you're getting all the right answers, but maybe you're leading them to a to the right you know form of advice, but also onboarding new advisors, right? How much easier it will be than if you can create your own templates when you're onboarding new advisors? Oh, it's it's been huge because you know by working with the the RAAs and the the bigger offices out there that are looking for a way of helping those new advisors that come on. This has given them a way of giving them stepping stones that they can hand over to the advisors say, this is the process that works. And this is the process and the questions that are really important that you need to make sure you're going to document after every one of your client reviews, your, you know, your, your phone calls. You're going to have, they can have different templates for the different mm -hmm. types of meetings. Um, and so that's, it's, been a, it's, it's been a lot of fun because we've been able to have such a good impact for these teams that they didn't know that this technology existed and so showing it to them and then helping them to understand how this can impact the workflow for the advisors and get it standardized I think is one of the biggest reasons why templates have made it made the impact they have that's awesome that's really cool so we kicked off the conversation talking about 
uh, earlier about the advisor tech stack. And I think there's always been a lot of options in the various kind of traditional categories of, of a tech stack, and that's been daunting in and of itself. But the number of categories even that now that the tech stack really really spans is, has grown as well. So uh, you mentioned that you know technology is really only as good as its ability to uh, talk to and integrate with the rest of the systems that you're using on a regular basis, because there are so many. So um, to talk about you know how, how your philosophy has evolved uh, with that and how mobile assistant integrates with the rest of an advisor's tech stack. Yeah, well, it, so if we go back to the medical transcription world, it was essential that as a, as a dictation service, we integrated with mm -hmm. all the electronic record systems out there because that's where the notes need to end up, right? So when we got into the financial industry, the, the, I remember the day that I went to the first event, you know, like 11 years ago, and I saw Redtail, you know, <laughs> the Redtail CRM uh, booth. And I went up and I'm like, what are, are you guys, what are you guys doing? And, and they explained to me how the CRM really worked for the advisors and, and what their function was. I'm like, this is a no brainer. Like we absolutely need to integrate with this company to make sure that the notes don't just get delivered back by email, but they go where the advisor needs them. Sure. They need to go into the CRM. So for us, our biggest integration partners are the CRM companies uh, because those are that's where the notes need mm -hmm. to reside. That's where they need to, to, to end up after they dictate. And that's yeah. really the hub, right? right so yeah. like we integrate with, of course, Redtail and all the other major CRM providers, uh, but Redtail near and dear to our heart too. They're yeah. a great partner of ours. Um, and that's where it all sits, right. right? But then tell us a little bit of how you see that manifesting into the planning process. So think about a Navaplan advisor, just how does that kind of manifest? Because right, mobile system comes into Redtail, right? And then we integrate with Redtail. Like, how does that process work? Yeah, so you know, the the integration that we have with Redtail is is pretty great in that it's 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 pretty customizable and that we can have the notes directly entered into the contact record. Uh, so if you speak the, the name of the client at the beginning, you know, had a meeting, you know, with Corey Westfall today, um, that meeting note is going to go directly into the contact wow. record. Holy cow. They can also, that's really cool. They can also correct, um, create activities, which uh, that's one of the best features of our integration. Who's, with so Redtail. who's they, though? Tell the me advisor. more. Okay, cool. So from the, from the dictation, they can, at the beginning of the dictation, say, make this an activity for Corey Westfall. So now instead of the note being entered into Redtail in the contact record, it gets put in under the things to do today section as an activity. So the, think about the, the advisor's routine when it comes to like, what do they need to accomplish after their client meetings? First, they need to recap that meeting, right? So they need to get all the details from a compliance standpoint that will be put into the contact record and memorialized. The next thing that they need to accomplish are action items. Right? What needs to get done after that meeting? So advisors are using us to first do that recap. The note goes directly to the contact record. And then second, they do another note that's an activity. And that is their, their action items, their next steps that they're communicating to their team. And so being able to you know, really streamline that process where they can literally get both of those action items done from their mobile app by just speaking their notes, it's, a, it's been a huge time saver. Wow. So if you think about your, your, your best power users, uh, financial advisors, the ones that have bought into the notion of, of dictation, uh, they, they, they've, used the, they've built out some of the templates that really are structured in a way that they want to uh, model their, their advice that they're giving to clients. Uh, what are what's some of the best feedback or, the, or the, the, the things that they have benefited the most from really buying into this process? Honestly, I think it, it's the buy-in from the team members because mm -hmm. all of a sudden, 
the assistants don't need to go into Redtail and go into the notes section and try to find the information that's important mm -hmm. to them that they need to act upon. There's literally an activity waiting in Redtail for them that the advisor has dictated after the recap of the meeting that has just the instructions that need to be accomplished after the mm -hmm. meeting. That's, it's been huge because then now there's, there's that communication that's efficient and effective and it's not, it's not done in a way that, that you, know, you dictate a, a, a recap of a meeting and then you expect people to, you know, your, your team to go in and try to find the important information. Mm -hmm. um, utilizing the templates has been a huge reason why that's, like, why that's helped is that it, by segmenting out the information, there's, it's not hard to find the information anymore, right? You get the information from the, from the advisor, from the short-term memory, and then get it in a structured way so that the team that they're working with can act, can act on it. That's been, that's been a huge, huge benefit. All right, well, I, well, I got to see this. And the way we're going to do that is uh, through a new segment called You Got Five, right? So uh, a very great way to just get a, a nice overview of the technologies that we're going to feature on the Planning Desk podcast. And if you could do it in less, even better, but it'll be a great way to uh, not only get a quick overview, understand how, it's, how it could fit in with your practice and how you might uh, introduce it to, to, to the rest of your team as well. So when we get back, Corey Westfall, CEO of Planning Assistant on You Got Five. All right, so we're back in the planning desk with Corey Westfall, CEO of Mobile Assistant, not Planning Assistant. Great feature in Navaplan, but Mobile Assistant is, is, the name of the, is the name of the company. Wouldn't be wouldn't be a podcast show if I didn't uh, mess something up. So check that box probably multiple times. But uh, so we're we're back with our, our inaugural edition of the You Got Five segment, which I'm super excited about. So let's put five minutes on the clock, Guthrie. Corey Westfall, take it away. Love it. Thank you. So Mobile Assistant provides an easy way for advisors to capture, structure, and document their client interactions. That's what we do. And um, we really did set out to try to change the way that advisors think about how the dictation process works with the introduction of assistant templates. Um, templates are built into our Talk at Mobile app so that they are able to have structured, organized, detailed, dictation without feeling like they had to try to remember everything on their own. They can have templates, they can use templates that we've already built into the app, or they can customize their own. And so I'm going to show a, a, just a 60 second clip to, to give some visual to what this looks like. This is the Talkit app by Mobile Assistant. It helps capture thoughts and important details after every client meeting. To start, find a quiet place. Next, hit record and start talking. It's that simple. And with the all-new built-in assistant, it takes structured and straightforward note-taking to the next level. Just select a template or create a new one. Hit record and the assistant's right there to help. That's really cool. Right guiding you yeah, through your like dictation that. with a list of customizable questions. Now that is simple. Once you've submitted your note, you'll receive your transcription within one business day. Delivered to you through our support of popular CRM integrations or right through the app. From there, you can search and view your notes on the go. And it's all thanks to our network of US-based human transcriptionists, not robots. Talk, don't type, only with Mobile Assistant. That's crazy, one minute. I mean, so, you got five, right? And that's the that's the policy here is you got five. We're allowed to rapid fire you questions. Tom pointed out it's a one finger kind of thing. Yeah. How cool is that? So this integrates with who? 
Uh, a lot of the CRMs out there, okay. so uh, Redtail, Wealthbox, um, Salesforce, Advisors Assistant, so pretty much the main CRM players in the financial industry. But you don't need an integration, though, right? Because you still get the documentation. Correct. So the way that we deliver the notes back to our clients is twofold. We send them back in the form of an email. Uh, so it'll be in the body of the email, will be the entire transcript. We also make the notes available on the mobile app. So within the notes section of the mobile app, you also have a searchable section that you can search for the client name and be able to pull up your notes on the go. So we've made it really mobile access so that you don't have to go to a computer, log into your CRM to pull up the notes for your client. Within a few seconds, you've got access to literally every dictation, you every have it, note. You have it right there. I do. That's really cool. Yeah. So this notes, this is what the notes section, you know, looks like. And so if I am meeting with Corey Westfall and I want to, I want to pull up the last dictation I have. There it is. And so we have all of the of the notes, and they're all time and time and date stamped. Um, they're also available online. So we have a talk it online environment as well. So advisors can log into their uh, from our website to view and access all their notes. They can resend the notes from there. Um, but from a compliance standpoint, they're not changeable. They're not editable. So it really is a memorialized, compliant, you know, documentation that they can rely mm -hmm. on. So they can take the dictation, or the notes from, you know, from online and, and forward it to themselves and make changes if they need to. Um, but we will always have that, that version that's the original mm -hmm. online. So what I've liked the most about kind of learning about this is the fact that you took this this concept of transcription dictation that really hadn't seen any innovation in who knows how long, uh, and, and you've consistently added more and more to it. And I'm sure you're not done either. So can you tell us a little bit about you know what, what you're planning for the rest of 2021 and oh, beyond? Man. I wasn't even going to talk about it because I don't like to talk about things that aren't here yet, but one of the biggest projects um, that we have that I think will make a big difference uh, for advisors um, that we should have done mid-year this year is making the, the template management and the ability to customize new templates. Right now, that resides on the mobile app. So you, you have to log into Talkit uh, Talk Mobile, and you create a template. One minute, one minute, oh, one, minute. one minute. <laughs> one minute. Yeah, okay. one minute. In, so instead of using going through the Talkit Mobile, you'll be able to, we're building it into Talkit online. So you'll be able to log into our website, go to the, go to the assistant template manager, and be able to create templates there. And from a team standpoint, we're going to give people the access to have admin rights to be able to, for instance, have templates that are created that are pushed out to the entire team. So now an admin can log in to talk it online, build templates for the advisor team, and push them out to the entire, the entire All right, team. 20 seconds left. Anything else you want to talk about? And you and you're got, you got five. I just appreciate you guys having me. Seriously, this has been great. And uh, um, I think... Uh, from an innovation and like technology standpoint, um, I think financial technology companies like ours, I love that we're always just pushing to try to come up with something that mm -hmm. will help advisors um, because that's really, at the end of the day, that's what we're all trying to do here is we're trying to make life easier. We're trying to make things more efficient for advisors. So um, love the things that you guys are doing at NavPlan and, and Advicent too. How, I'd cut his mic, but he was praising us. How cool. Yeah, yeah don't cut his mic. Yeah, pull him off. How cool was that? Our first uh, edition of You Got Five, yep. right, where we give everyone five minutes to pitch their product. Uh, but how, just in general, the conversation was really, really fruitful. It, was feel, it felt good to be in person, Corey. Um, we get to hang out at trade shows and conferences and events, but it felt good to kind of have someone in. We got some beer. 
right? Yep, some local here. brews, some which local is pretty brews, awesome. Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers. Um, wow, episode four in the books. In the books. So for those who didn't get a chance, right? If you're not watching us on YouTube, if you're downloading us from your, you know, your podcast episode for the You Got Five segment, go to the show notes. You can actually pull up the the video, kind of pull up those five minutes. You can watch it, of course, on our YouTube channel. And finally. Make sure to follow us all on Twitter. Follow Corey on Twitter at Mobile Assistant. Make sure you check out his uh, website. And we're going to announce today that our strategic partnership is starting, and we're kicking that off with a webinar on April 27th. That's so right. just shortly after this podcast drops, we're going to kind of it'll be um, Mobile Assistant, Navaplan, and Redtail, yeah. right? So. A really cool um, trifecta of technologies and how fintech is kind of changing the way um, we are helping advisors manage their practices, be better at their business. So I'm your host, Tony Steak. Tom, my co-host, with our guest What's today, Corey. Our podcast? What, what should they do? our podcast is the planning, planning desk. desk. We're out. Thank you. Thank you.